Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Uh, now, on to the other biggest news of the week, the Brizzy Broncos. Holy heckers. <laughs> Holy heckers. Assistant coach has been let go, Terry Madison. Steve Walters has quit as a football manager. Uh, now, there was a report, there's a rift between Walters and Iken. Uh, Iken was reportedly frozen out of key football department decisions at times. And this is uh, Walters' comments on it. He said to the newspaper, I think it's Career Mail. Yep, Career Mail. He said, Ben is the new to the club. He came in at the back end of last year and we are working well together. Can things be better between better with him? Yes, everything in the club can be better. I need to be better myself and Ben needs to be better. I don't have a major issue with him. That's very strange wording. I don't have a major issue. I might have a minor one. Um, I'm very clear on what needs to happen and I'm very clear on wanting to take the club forward. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, this is really concerning for me. Guru? I don't have a major issue with him. That's one of the great red flags of all time, right? Oh, it's re- Look, unless he just accidentally misspoke, but it doesn't read well. But there's no way he walked into this without thinking about how he was going to word this, and that's what he came up with. That's I, I, Look, I agree with you, Guru. I'm, I'm just trying to fucking ease the pain. <laughs> I'm just trying to ease the pain, bro. If someone said, yeah, I don't have a major issue with you. Okay, so what's the medium and minor ones that you yeah, have? Yeah, it's, it's a worry. Um, crazy with Brisbane, like, as a whole, when you look at where they started to where they finished, such a good effort this year. And in periods, it was so fucking good. And now we're at the end of the season. And is it worse than what it was at the start of the year? At least the start of the year, you had a heap of hope of guys arriving and whatnot. Kate, Will, Reynolds... As soon as the old boys start to talk, it's trouble. Yeah. Up there. Timmy, what do you reckon, bro? Yeah, honestly, I can't believe it's reignited to this extent. And it just shows that midway, even towards the back end of the season, we're talking, speaking so positively about the Broncos and how what Kevin Walters had done to turn them around in, in such a short space of time. But it just shows that 
winning footy games can paper over some serious cultural issues mm. um, because we've seen even even missing the eight aside, you know, ninth was a good finish. We've sort of said that a couple of weeks ago and reflected on that. But it, as I said, it's papered over some big issues going on at this club that evidently now have not been solved at all. For Steve Walters to leave, <coughs> his brother's the head coach. Mm. Like that's, that's, that's not good signs. Yeah, look, I'm extremely concerned. That's uh, like, look, there's one thing, you know, not only have we heard there's player unrest, now there is unrest in the admin ranks. You know what I mean? So like you could argue outside of maybe the board and the CEO and that, there is unrest in every part of this club, which is like so unlike the Broncos. When I came through, what the Broncos did so well was you didn't know what was happening up in the, the board and admin room. You didn't, and it, look, it's a different time for sure. And, and also we were winning. So it's like, of course, that's the, the case. If you're winning, it solves everything. Um, the, yeah, this is really, really concerning that two, you know, obviously Kevy Walters is like essentially one of the biggest club legends there is. And then you've got Benny Eichen as well, that two former old boys aren't on the same page it's it's that's the one thing where you with the broncos usually the old boys are all together and they're all moving in the same direction uh i'm really concerned i'm really concerned that oh, fuck. how like what what is happening where the environment is is so tough that they are not getting along you know what i mean like what what is happening there well and like you know just to take it another Deeper layer, Walters and I can they want to comp together as halves. I know that's what I'm saying. Like old boys, they should be getting like. Like not, not only are they old boys, they were fucking halves in a premiership winning side. Mm. So they've clearly got different visions of what the right calls are because that's the only tension that I can see would have to be, you know, I can feels a certain way about decisions. Walters feels a certain way about decisions, and they're not coming together. There was a interesting part of the article that said that I was apparently frozen out of like major discussions. Mm. So, oh. yeah. Which is strange because Donaghy, who ran the storm for all this, this time, so he's a good, like one of the best CEOs, he brought Ike into the club. So it's like if the CEO has brought you to the club, you are clearly on the right side of the power dynamic at the club. So how is it that the coach is not on board it's it's really really concerning. Really the more concerning. you think about it, the more concerning. It yeah, is. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it is really really concerning that at the highest levels there seems to be two different directions that want to be taken. Um, it's again it seems now. Uh, Gordon Tallis has come out and um, oh okay so the, we've already spoken about in regards to Gordon comments in regards to allegedly some players were upset with the spray that Kevy gave him, but also. Um, okay, I think you got the wrong quote here, bro. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, Gordon Tallis, basically, long story short, um, in regards to this article, came out and said, you know, football managers are almost like a made-up, um, they're like a made-up thing. And he said, really, the only person that can do that kind of role is Gus Gould. Uh, and, yeah, if you get that quote for me, I'm, I'm pretty sure I literally sent it to you. Um, anyway, so in regards to Gordon Tallis' comments, it, it kind of, I guess, seems like he's saying that, you know, Ben Iken maybe shouldn't have as much sway because it's a bit of a made-up role. <clears throat> Again, I, it, that's what it seemed like reading the quote. Um, maybe he didn't mean that. Um, 
I would have to, and I love Gordy, I'd have to respectfully disagree with that. The good thing about football managers is, is that, and it's actually in all pa- like in all structures of power, like of today, like for example, a government. There's an argument to be made where like having a government in for two to four years is actually a negative because they're only making short-term decisions for two to four years because they're trying to get re-elected. So there's an argument to be said that we should put people in for longer so they're making long-term decisions for the right long-term benefit of whoever they're governing. Um, the argument against that is, is like if you put in someone that's bad, he's in there for 10 or she's in there for 10 years and they make terrible decisions. And in regards to coaches, the reason why you want to put a football manager in is that if he's the football manager's job is more secure, he can make decisions that are based on long-term thinking. Whereas if a coach is making decisions, he has the added pressure of trying to get re-signed as a coach. And that's where I feel like football managers are a good thing because they, they put in things in place without having to be worried about being let go or re-signing over the next year. What do you got there, Manny? So here's the quote. All these guys, what are they called? Football managers or directors of football? It's a made-up title. It's absolutely made up. Basically, the football manager should be a lackey for the head coach unless you are Phil Gould. Mm. Thoughts? Yeah, I... Uh, Oh, I think I think also with Gordy, you know, for me, I take it into consideration. Obviously, Benny Eichen's a Wayne Bennett guy as well, <coughs> mm. so there is a bit of history and whatnot. Wasn't, I thought Benny Eichen and Wayne had an issue. It's he's his son-in-law, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they still. Yeah, they they had an issue about some comments a few years ago on okay. on 360. Okay. Was, I don't know well, if it was like the law is cool, deep. It's yeah. long. It's it's almost the House of the Dragon kind of yeah, stuff. It's <laughs> deep. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot in there. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, I'm not completely on board with Gordy. Uh, I, I love Talos. I've got all the respect in the world for him, but I don't know. It just feels like he's always the first one to talk whenever there's something negative to be said about Brisbane. Um, I don't know. It's it's a tough situation, but I don't know if over the last few years, whenever Talos has come out and said anything, it's actually helped the Broncos situation, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, like, that's his job to make comment, you know? Yep. And he's he's a passionate... You know, I think he does want what's right mm. for the club. And there are some stuff I really do agree with when he's, you know, it's just, I think this specific one, I, I probably think, I just think, what do you think, Timmy? Yeah, I, I love Big Gordy. I think most of us do, but he's, uh, I think he's dribbling there a little bit. No, I think you summed it up really well, Kempi. Um, in regards to that, you know, football director role, whatever you call it, general manager of football, it's, it's just so so hard for a coach anyone on the coaching staff players anyone to think long term about the club they're thinking about their immediate they're thinking about what's best for them right now their family their lives and their short term decisions and fair enough uh, coaches come in and out every two years at clubs like yeah. they, it's, they they need to worry about the, the now mm. but you need someone over, not necessarily over the top of that but to have that vision for the future of the club because that is far more important than what is going on in the immediacy of the club. So, mate, I think the way you put it summed it up perfectly. Yeah, it's, uh, put it this way, if you're a coach and you've got a 28-year-old <clears throat> fucking gun and you need to, you want to win a comp in the next year, and then you've got another 21-year-old, and Rabbitohs are a perfect example, actually. As a matter of fact, Rabbitohs are a perfect example. Mm. I think, I don't, I don't want to speak for you guys, but i got to eat massive humble pie. I thought the Adam Reynolds decision was the wrong decision. I thought moving that guy on, I thought Ilias could spend another year in reserve grade, moving him on was a poor decision. But someone 
you know, above the coach because Wayne came out and said he would have kept Adam Reynolds, made the choice that, no, we are going to back youth because we're thinking of long-term. We need a young seven in our, in our side because we want to win comps, you know, <clears throat> two, three, four, five years ahead. Obviously, Adam Reynolds is at the back end of his career. And there's a really good example of a person above the coach making a choice for the long-term benefit of the club. Um, so first of all, I want to say I was wrong. And second of all, I want to say whoever made that decision, fucking good on you. What an incredible decision. But I just want to relate that to the Broncos situation. And don't get me wrong, it's a win-win because Reynolds to the Broncos is a great buy. But if you're a coach and you've, you can sign a guy that's in his prime right now for you know a lot of money – and you've got a, another year to go on your contract, you're going to sign the guys that are ready right now to potentially win. Whereas what if there's a younger guy that he's not fully developed yet, but he is the next Cleary or something, and you miss out on that? I mean, look, Reese Walsh, Sam Walker, mm. all of these players that the Broncos let slip through their gap, uh, slip through their hands, you know, maybe with better foresight, we could have potentially kept them. And look, every club loses really good um, players. It's not unique to the Broncos. Um, so, look, I agree with Gordy in regards to, look, if there is someone um, upset because they got sprayed, you know, you're kidding. That is absolute insanity. Um, but, yeah, love Gordy. Just respectfully disagree in regards to this. I think football managers are needed. You imagine just when you were talking then, like imagine if you'd never signed Reynolds. Like, oh, like you're God. in trouble now, but mm. like imagine if he wasn't there oh, this year, how God. much worse it would be. Holy heckers. I was thinking the other day, like, imagine how different the storylines would be if Reynolds landed in Newcastle, for example. Well, he could have landed in Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. Peyton said no because he didn't want to wait. He wanted to get it done. But, like, to, to me, I look around the combat teams that really needed a seven. It was Cowboys, Brisbane, Newcastle. Like, if Brisbane were the team that missed out instead of Newcastle, it'd be carnage up there. It really would be. It really, really would be. So, look, really concerning times at the Broncos. And I think that... Um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's just more evidence that the crazy drop-off in form was for a reason. There's problems mm. at that club. There's problems at that club that need sorting ASAP. Um, sad times, but hopefully the boys can turn around. I'll back them all day. Don't worry, boys. I'll back you all day. Just tough times, tough times. We'll pull through. We'll pull through. Light at the end of the tunnel. All that kind of shit. Well, as we head into next season, where do you see the Broncos? Oh. This is just too early. To we, might dis- <laughs> we, we might disband as a club, seriously. <laughs> um, honestly, the great Garino, I can't tell you because this needs to get sorted first. If this isn't sorted, I can see his fucking coming 14 or 15. I've got a question. How do you feel this time, like right now, compared to this time last year? This time last year, you had Reynolds oh, and Cable on the way. Um, right now, I feel fucking scared for the club because this is... Not small drama. This is big drama. 
Um, if this gets sorted, I'm very, like not very, I'm confident that we'll fight for the eight. I don't know if we'll top four, but I think we'll fight for the eight. It's just a matter of if this gets sorted or not. There's got to be more heads to roll though, surely, whether it's coaches, players, this can't be the end of it, oh, I don't think. I don't know. I, th- I, think, I think it'll be more a case of the people in power saying, Kevy, you've got X amount of weeks. That's what I reckon will, will basically be the... The go-to. Jeez, who, if, if you were to sack Kev or give him X amount of weeks, like who do you possibly bring in after no, Kevin Walters? This oh. was always the pump with bringing him on. Is that you know he's one of your greatest luck. If he's, it's not Lockyer or Talos, it's probably Kev Walters. And mm. but you could argue he is the biggest. Yeah, yeah for sure. He's got the most premierships. Like it's, I don't know who you turn to after yeah, this. Yeah, I know. It's and, and if I'm a, a coach looking for a job and I get a call from Brisbane, I'm going fuck. If Kevin Walters wasn't the guy, what chance do I have? Well, that's the thing. Is like. I thought we, th- I think everyone thought if there's one thing Kevy brings, it's not the coaching now so whatever. As in, like, yeah, he probably can coach, but it's stability. Like that was the fucking sell- selling point. It was stability between the old boys, and everyone was happy. We're all on board, and and I'm not saying Kevy's the the reason for this instability. Maybe it's Benny. I I fucking don't know. Like maybe it's someone else. But who knows who it is? I'm just saying. Like the club is now. Instable, unstable. And if they do let Kev go, like the old boys of the 2000s, which are the ones that, you know, the 90s and 2000, like, I don't know if that bridge will, bridge will be able to be mended. Yeah, it's going to be really, really, really tough. Um, look, it, it, the thing is, is like, the good, the really good thing is, as long as there's no injuries, is next year will be basically like, unless we make finals, because we've shown that we can do it, mm. then next year it's it, we've got a good gauge of like, there's no, oh, we came 10, so it's all good. It's like, no, no, we've got the team to make the eight. We've proven that. Um, and so if we don't make the eight, then obviously, I don't know if we don't make the eight, but like if we don't have a solid year, then obviously changes need to be made because then there's, you know, we're just treading water pretty much. It is crazy. Like, and I agree with you, but it is crazy to think we're talking about the Broncos saying if they don't make the eight, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just where they're, yeah, it's crazy. It's where they're at. Um, like, do you remember when they first missed the eight? Years ago, like it was, it was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I know, I know, bro, I know. You hurt me, Guru. I'm trying to move on here, and you keep bringing Sorry, me back <laughs> in. Jesus, <laughs> you enjoy me and not have it. It's much easier, trust me. <laughs>Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.